people <laughs> welcome back to the podcast um yeah so this is just going to be a general update uh just because i don't have a main topic but um i have recorded some episodes that i have not yet posted i got a little bit unorganized recently because of uh just a little bit, you know, like the new month with work, uh, the new work goals, and then, you know, uh, choosing some studying, studying time and some leisure time of just like watching random movies on YouTube. Um, if you guys don't know, uh, YouTube has movies that are free sometimes. And then sometimes they're buy or rent, um, or maybe it's buy only, or I don't know if I've seen any that say rent only, but I mean, it's kind of cool. I don't think they're refundable at all if you buy it, um, unless it's like accidental, maybe, maybe they'll refund you. I've never tried that, but... I have it linked to my phone because I have premium YouTube. Um, it is one of the apps I do pay for. This is not like an advertisement. I just, I like it because, you know, I do drive and I do like to listen to a lot of, uh, content with my, um, with my phone, uh, you know, the screen off and that does give me the availability to be able to do so. Um, to listen to music, to listen without, like, the advertisements. Now, when when uh, content creators put their advertisements or their um, affiliations and all that kind of stuff in there, um, I can't bypass that any other way than just, you know, uh, either scrubbing through or just skipping forward, like, the is it 10, 15, or 30 seconds? I don't know. I think it's like 10 seconds. Um, I don't know. Some apps do like 30 seconds. Some apps do like 15 seconds. I, I don't, I'm kind of blanking on which apps are which at this point, but I think YouTube does 10 second increments where you can kind of like fast forward that amount of time. Uh, so I usually just hit that like a few times and then it fast forwards for me. Um, but I don't know if don't know if I, uh, if I do anything else. I think that's the only thing I do is just fast forward. Um, so there's that and yeah, but I noticed that they take the movies off of free. Um, but it does give you an extra little option. Like if you have like prime movies or video or whatever, and if you have Netflix, and then, I mean, if people like bootleg stuff, fmovies.to. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying that, but, I mean, they definitely have a lot of ads. Like, you definitely need, like, a VPN um, uh, option. And uh, 
don't don't steal movies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean they're already pre-stolen. I I don't know. It's good enough quality. I mean, last night I watched on there the majority of what's it called? It was uh, it was like that Black Panther movie. Not the superhero Black Panther, but Black Panther Party. Uh, it was called Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, I forget that main actor's name. The one who was like the head Black Panther in that movie. I forget the actor's name. But I believe he's the same guy that's in like Us and those other kind of thriller movies. Um, so I was like, let me catch up with some of the movies that he's been in. I think he's the same guy. Um, I am so bad with actors, guys. I am so bad with actors and their names. And, like, I just don't pay attention. I'll be real. Like, I don't even really focus on it or really even, like, pay attention to, like, who they really are. Unless, like, it's really, really, like someone who I significantly actively look for new movies with them like um, like Leonardo DiCaprio's one that I don't think there's ever been a movie he was in that I did not like Um, so some people like that that I've been watching ever since they were like young like uh, Johnny Depp and stuff like that there are a lot of uh, people that I follow uh, actor wise uh, that work with good directors too um you know they tend to work with good directors too so they're always in movies that are pretty entertaining and just good and ever since they've been around since like childhood I've like pretty much every movie they've been in even if it wasn't really like my ideal type of movie um it's always been kind of you know like certain actors I I do know but I'm not like a lot of people who know like all the like Jennifer Aniston's and blah 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 like I don't know I'm kind of like I kind of can guess and, like, wing it a little bit. Like, a little bit of, like, match the person to the name or match the name to the person kind of thing. Kind of almost as good as I do with, like, NBA players. It's kind of like... I can tell which ones are famous. When I see them, I'm like, I know I've seen them in this and this and that or whatever. And I can tell which ones were famous um, from what but I don't generally know like all of their names and everything like um but I know some of their names just not all um but yeah I mean I've been kind of spending some free time watching like movie shows um some stuff that I consume other than right now that I'm watching movies that that one dude has been in um I'm you know trying to catch up with some of the stuff off off of uh, showtime because they usually have they have a couple series that i like um the l word and the shy um so on occasion i'll subscribe to their um to, to to uh showtime and i'll cancel my subscription when i finish watching what i'm watching um but I don't keep that subscription all the time. Um, only when I'm watching something. And I do prefer to watch things when they're fully finished. So I can just watch them when I have time. Just watch it all at once. 
instead of spreading out the stories and stuff because sometimes once I put something down I honestly will not come back to it um so yeah I don't know if I explained but in case you don't notice in case you can't notice or hear uh the situation um of my driving here I am driving to San Diego so I'm in LA driving kind of the the streets um getting up to the freeway so I can drive south uh I'm gonna hit the 405 south usually I take the the 110 to the 405 but today I'm driving the streets to the to the 405 um, then I'm going to be in Chula Vista for this concert tonight to see Rufus the Soul um, with some of my favorite concert buddies. Uh, these buddies I have not uh, seen concerts together with both of them at the same time, but I've seen concerts with both of them at separate times. Uh, and so I'm excited to kind of have like a different dynamic and um kind of see you know what what comes up with our with our hangout and uh as far as like the memories and the experiences and just having a good time I am so glad to be going to San Diego um I've explained multiple times that you know I'm really trying not to settle into my into my uh life in in LA um I mean it's taken a lot of unpacking mentally for me to kind of get to a space where I'm like okay this is what I want this is what I don't want um I do want San Diego the environment the fact that I can drive to or from in LA whenever I feel up to it but I want to live in San Diego at least for the time being um that's where I want to live just not with the people I lived with before Speaking of them, I was able to catch up with with them a little bit, um, mainly because, you know, I, I did the, the main uh, house owner a solid by allowing him to give me back my deposit at a, at a, late, at a later date, because I knew the lease there was ending in October, so I did tell him, you know, I'm, I'll wait, you know, I moved in June, I was like, I can wait past the summer, and I hit him up late September. Uh, I tried to do everything just uh, by texting only, but he's mentioning that he has trouble texting and writing and stuff like that. And now I'm kind of, I think it's a health related thing from what he's mentioning. Cause he's got some uh, issues, I guess with his, uh, there, there might be some shakiness involved. So I don't think he's really able to easily text. Um, but I mean, I, I don't think that's exactly why he's not texting. I think he just likes to talk on the phone. So I, I had time yesterday and I ended up just catching up with him. Like just him financially, he's not doing too good. Uh, cause he can't work because he's got some physical health problems right now. And then he needs to find the place by Friday so they can move out. He mentioned that he's applying, but I don't know if he found the solid place. Um, and then, um, so yeah, he mentioned he's, he's applying, but didn't really find like a solid place 
or I, I can't tell if he found the solid place. Um, and then the lady with the dog, uh, she hit me up and she was like, I can't believe he didn't give you back your deposit. And I'm like, don't worry. I just arranged it this way. And I just avoided talking with him over it because I didn't want to talk about it. I was like, damn, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Um, I don't want to talk. I didn't want to talk to him. That was the thing. I didn't not want to talk about my deposit, but he's the kind of person that once you start talking to you, it's like, he'll get you on the phone for a good hour at least. So I tried as much as I could by text to kind of get, get the ball rolling on that. And then there was some confusion. So he's the one who kind of basically, I don't know, I call him a lot of different types of uh, titles, but he basically collects the rent. uh, And he kind of like manages like a little bit like he's not really a landlord he's not an owner um he just kind of takes care of the place and is kind of like in charge of renting it out to people um and kind of like finding the tenants and stuff like that I don't know if he gets paid on the side for for doing that kind of job but um he does do that job and so I'm not sure like his payment exactly or what goes on with that but um there's another guy like the money is never in this specific guy's account um so there's another guy um and a lady who they are the ones who own and manage the actual housing property and so I think one is like the official landlord I know she's like a a Vietnamese lady and then there's like a an African guy. I don't know if he's African American or African. He has an African first and last name and an accent, but I don't know exactly which country he's he's from. Um, I've only spoken to him maybe twice total. He introduced himself by name and like he crashed on the couch a couple nights, like for it was like a couple years back. So, and I saw his wife once maybe like a year ago come and like move his stuff out because he had some stuff stored at the house so otherwise I don't really interact with with that main housing lady or this other uh, guy I only interact with the guy who I actually lived with in the house because he lived in the house with us uh, with the rest of us and so he's the one I talk to he's the contact person um, and it turned out that they kind of were like oh yeah you paid the rent in May, in May and I was like, yeah, I paid the rent in May. And then um, I said my official move out date was June 15. But I know I was already in L.A. by June 10th because I um, because I had. Um, yeah, I was getting my car fixed. I was getting my car registration uh, done and then the car fixed and stuff. So I know I was already in L.A. by June 10th because my car registration was due June 10th and I got all the paperwork and everything finally solidified by June 10th right by the skin of my teeth um so yeah like that's getting resolved just all this little like tying up loose ends and then yeah it's just kind of hard to kind of get get a schedule going when I've got all this other kind of stuff happening but 
it's not impossible. It's not going bad. It's not going poorly. I'm not unable to do it. It's just, you know, there's some stuff I have to prioritize uh, more and some stuff I have to, you know, work on a little bit less just to be able to, you know, do what I kind of need to finish. Um, but honestly, a lot of this stuff isn't, you know, now that, now that, now that I'm in the new house, new living environment, it's not, not a new house, but now that I'm at my family's house and in a different living environment, I'm not as concerned, um, because I'm able to kind of recover my energy, kind of get things on track when I need to. And then, like, today, I only worked until 11, uh, packed up my stuff, kind of did all the texting I needed to do, and did all the um, follow-up I needed to do with my, um, oh, not follow-up, but, like, you know, I, I, when I drive long distances, I put a playlist on my phone of YouTube videos that I'm going to listen to, so I've got some Taco Tarantino queued up uh, in the in the playlist that I'm going to listen after I'm done with all the recordings I want to put in for today, um, at least while I'm driving those recordings, um, so I'm uh, awaiting uh, the time when I can listen to that too, and then, yeah, otherwise I'm just you know, excited to be going down to San Diego. I've seen Rufus the Soul before. I'm excited to do it again tonight. I'm going to be crashing at a hotel in San Diego. Uh, sorry, in, in Chula Vista. But yeah, San Diego um, tonight. So that's going to be kind of cool. I'm glad to be able to avoid the uh, traffic <laughs> um, coming all the way back. And, you know, I'm going to end up staying till Saturday morning because... I mean, I was just going to stay, like, and leave Thursday morning when I check out, but then, uh, sorry, Friday, wait, I'm confused. Today's Wednesday, so I was just going to leave Thursday morning when I check out, because I took Thursday off, but then another one of my friends hit me up, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to be in town till the 11th, so I was like, sweet, I really want to hang out with him, and then if, if we can, if we can make it work with the schedule... Uh, that'll be good. If not, it's fine. But if we can make it work, I just want to try to arrange with everybody I can that I want to see um, and catch up. I mean, like, the thing that, that I think is really cool about my friends is that, you know, we can hang, grab dinner, grab a, or grab a drink, grab a smoothie, take a little walk. Like, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, like, a whole, like, year-long event or, like whole like three days spent together or like a really lengthy event like we're able to kind of hang out and just like catch up and do what we do and I'm trying to that's why I I do like going down to San Diego staying more days because it's kind of cool to see like one person a day uh depending on what we're doing maybe two people in a day if I'm if I've got the full day free but like I'm back at work on Friday so um, you know, I'll be off at four. And so it would be cool to just like work and then see somebody after work. So I think I've got plans with a friend on Friday after work. Um, and then I've got plans, uh, 
tentative plans tomorrow. So I'm going to see if I can plan with my guy friend um, tomorrow. And then Saturday, I need to see if I can plan with my with my friends um, Saturday. So, uh, but I don't really know. Saturday might might not actually happen because I might want to get out of town like Saturday morning I check out at 11 so 11 at the latest I'm gonna leave that's if I'm kind of tired but I think I'm gonna I'll be able to leave like around 9 I I prefer to leave like 9 so that I miss the lunch traffic Uh, I'll get most of the way to LA usually by 10 o'clock on weekends if you know that drive if you're familiar with it usually by 10 a.m. On Saturday specifically, people start driving up, uh, up or down. Like either way, like traffic kind of sucks Saturday mornings. Uh, but usually nine o'clock, you're clear till like ten. But I mean, if I sit in like an hour worth of traffic, like when the traffic picks up around ten a.m., um, it's not really that bad. But I don't want to be in traffic like starting at like eleven or eleven thirty or something say if I have to like stop and get food or gas or whatever might push it to like 1130 and then I don't want to do that I don't want to do the like 1130 kind of thing and then uh that would really suck (laughs) let's be real that would really freaking suck um to drive yeah because it's like three hours and 15 minutes versus maybe two hours and 15 minutes so I mean that's a big chunk and driving driving like that um can significantly screw up your gas um your gas situation and so I'm kind of you know like I'm so cheap right now you guys like honestly because of because of you know the back and forth drives to and from San Diego um uh, I'm I'm not broke but I really need to um do some more budgeting because this was going to be a one day trip and just for my own social and emotional enjoyment I decided to expand my trip to Saturday morning and instead of leaving Thursday morning so I'm and I am working still too but I do have to come back to San Diego uh because our our we have a paycheck that's about to post because it's a it's a quarter date and so every quarter we get these additional paychecks if we did whatever it is that the insurance needed us to do they cut us each, each person they cut an extra check um not an extra two weeks worth of pay but it's like it's it's a little more than one week's worth of pay so it's like that's pretty good in my opinion like uh, like after the deductions it's a little more than one week um so it's not it's not that bad honestly like it's it's fine um and so that's something to look forward to but then I do have to drive back so I like being in San Diego. I just 
don't really prefer the drive and then the cost of hotels is not cheap and then having to deal with the check-in times and stuff like I wish that they had an option where the check-in times weren't like 3 p.m. because it's like I mean some are 2 o'clock 2 p.m. Some are, most are 3 p.m., I think, and then some of them are, I've seen even are 4 p.m., but it's like you don't even get a full day. Like, you should be able to check in. I mean, I understand maybe midnight isn't convenient for a hotel site, but it's like, I feel like if checkout is at 11, why can't you check in at 11? Like, I kind of get, yeah, they're going to clean up the rooms and stuff, but it's like, I do feel like they... I don't know. Like, I know you can do an early check-in and early check-out or late check-out or whatever, but it's like, I do everything through Expedia, through the app. I just click the buttons and stuff. It's kind of simpler that way. And so I don't, I don't really use any other booking method just because I've used that for so many years now. It's just a little bit easier for me to just, all my data is in one app for the most part. I don't think I've uh, recently gone outside of that app. But there's that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm thinking about like how financially how things are gonna be going in the upcoming future because this coming Monday, October 10th, is gonna be the start of of having Mondays off. I told my work for 16 weeks. I'm treating it like a full semester, even though I've even though I've uh, been, you know, um, geez, okay, sorry, so windows closed, um, even though I've been, you know, having these, uh, study plans and been studying for a while now, I, I do try to make it, I am trying to, trying to take Mondays off so I can study and get further along, and I'm 27% done now, um, so that's not that bad. Um, I was wanting to be 25% done by this past Sunday, so I already passed that, so that's fine. Um, I just need to, I'm hoping, you know, that by this Sunday, I don't think I'll be 50% done, but I'm hoping by Tuesday, the 11th, since I'll be able to study all day uh, Monday, I hope I'll be close to 50% done. I just don't know what's going to happen because right now I've got books I'm reading and that was the first part of the course was like a lot of introductory and reading of books. So this will be my last book that I'm finishing. And then once I finish this book, I don't really know how it's going to look, like if it's going to be lectures or exams or I mean, like, it's on there, like, there's a syllabus on there, but I, I, I don't really know, like, what the coursework itself looks like outside of the books and quizzes on the books and tests on the books. Like, I don't really know what it looks like outside of books. If it's just going to be listen to lectures, take a quiz kind of thing, that should be pretty fast. If it's just going to be, um, if there's no tests, that'll be even faster. I don't think we have papers but I am taking notes on the books and I am going to go back through the, through, um, the quizzes and take notes off the quizzes that I passed for the other books. Um, because the quizzes are basically in order of the books, of the content of the books. 
And now that I'm in the last book, I actually have gained a lot of knowledge and I do understand a lot more thoroughly, like not in in like extreme detail, but like a lot more thoroughly, like I can kind of like um, understand what we're talking about finally, like what means what, like who, who in these job positions has what role, like what the role looks like kind of start to finish and then comparing different like uh, models and stuff of like different theories of how to like do the job um so that at first it was all just like new terminology new um type of content just it's the interesting thing is though with all the side hustle things I've, I've done throughout the years it's not completely unfamiliar it's just I never had like terminology and theory and like methods behind it I was just like trying testing stuff and then you know I would find a method that like a strategy that kind of worked for me to a certain point that I saw some results and the strategies that worked that got me results that were good enough to my liking where it was worth my time and energy and effort I just stuck to those strategies but like I mentioned before during the pandemic a lot of that stuff dried up because you know, if you're dealing with drop shipping from China or if you're dealing with, you know, a lot of like in-person purchases, like through OfferUp type of stuff or Let's Go and that kind of, those types of apps, you know, like a lot of the in-person stuff with cash only kind of didn't really pan out. And then a lot of the, and just a lot of stuff, just, it, it was just too much work to put in considering that this whole entire time, all these years I've been working full time. And the job I had before this one, uh, before 2020, well, before late May of 2020, I was working uh, in another site where I had so much overtime as well and a lot less energy. And so I used this job to kind of do what I needed to kind of get the move going, get the get the career path change, kind of like started up and now I'm kind of like um, in the in the process of just like continuing all these things um, as well as podcasting but I'm continuing all this stuff but in the mix I'm kind of doing a little bit of back and forth I don't want to call it commute because it's not it's not that consistent but like I mentioned before I purchased all these tickets for stuff and on occasion I do have to go to be in the office in person uh so the days when I'm not needing to be remote I do have to plan to get down there so I try to make my social interactions kind of timed with the times I'm going to be down there but I'm not down there every week um it's about maybe at the least it's been once a month but I think it's almost about two times a month Uh, which is still a bit of money, but I'm saving a lot too. But sometimes, I don't know, it it is, I can can save a lot more uh, money um, if I just eat at home. But I've I've kind of explained before how like my parents' uh, preferred diet is a little different from mine. Um, they're very carb heavy, very fat and oil heavy, very salt heavy, uh, very meat heavy. 
I, I'm really trying uh, to eat a lot more fruits and vegetables, and they're not really doing that, or if I can't eat a lot of fruits, not that I can't, but like, if, like, for example, I ate sushi last night, I ate sushi before I just left to drive, uh, but I also had McDonald's between yesterday and today, I got a breakfast combo, and I split it for both breakfasts, so those types of things, it's like, not necessary expenses, but sometimes I just want something different, and it's not even fully healthy, but it's like, I'd rather eat sashimi type of fish meat than McDonald's cooked sausages or their burgers and stuff. And then I think on the weekend, on Saturday, I ate like a wiener schnitzel hot dog. One of them was veggie. And then I got the munchies and ended up eating the other one anyways that I had saved. For, I was going to save it for Sunday, but I didn't eat it Sunday. Um, I ate it Saturday night. I ate so much. Oh my gosh. I had the munchies so hard. Like, and that's another thing too. Like I, I was cutting down with the edibles. Um, I think the ones I have right now, I might just give them away. I mean, I, I hate to be wasteful, but I might just give them away. I'm going to be real. Like, cause I, I feel like I got more benefit out of the out of the CBD dominant edibles that had maybe a little tad of THC because I wasn't even eating the whole edible. Um, I was eating like, I was portioning it out. So it was just a little bit of CBD and then quite a bit of of, uh, THC. Um, No, no, sorry. I said that opposite. A little bit of of, uh, TH, of THC and a lot more of CBD. Right now, the edibles I have, I have a hybrid and a, a hybrid gummy, and I have a separate pack of uh, of uh, what do you call it? Uh, of uh, well, it's also a hybrid, but it's like THC with CBN, and it's got a little bit of CBN. I feel like those are too heavy for me, and I have confirmed that edibles like that do kind of curve my sleep a little bit, so that, you know, when I do have a lot of THC in an edible form at night, I do tend to wake up around 3 a.m., and that did happen at least once this week. I can't recall if it happened twice, but I've been waking up probably around 6 a.m., maybe a little before 6 a.m. I try not to check my clock too much, but um, in the mornings, because then I just get frustrated if I do want to go back to bed, if it's, like, early, and I'm like, "Ah, I got, like, an hour, but I know the sun's coming out, like, at 6-something, like, 6.15, 6.30, somewhere around there, Uh, 6.20, somewhere around there, Um, so, yeah, but... Um, so yeah, that's something I want to do is just kind of curb my sleep back. And then, um, like, you know, with this, with the, I think CBD is just a better choice because I have a, I have a THC vape pen anyways. So it's like, if I'm gonna, you know, if I want THC, I feel like it needs to be primarily in a, CBD 
sorry, it needs to be in a vaping form because I can't really smoke bowls or, or joints or blunts or uh, can't hit bongs, nothing. Like, I can't, I can't, you know, no pre-rolls, nothing like that just because I, um, you know, uh, just where I live, it's just not, it's not going to work <laughs> so easily. Like, nobody really cares, but it's like, I just don't want people involved in that part of my life. Not everybody. And I feel like, um, you know, if I'm not vaping, it's a little more apparent that I'm smoking something. So I'm really, you know, I'm trying to just keep it to myself because it's like, it's something I do for night and for rest and sleep. Um, Oh, man. smelling something that I cannot tell if this is coming from my car or not. Um, I hope not. Sorry. I'm smelling something on the road. Um, like a burning smell. I don't think it's coming from my car. I don't see any smoke. I mean, I just did get all these repairs not that long ago, so we should be good. And it might have been just the, it might have been the smell of tar or some kind of construction thing or somebody else's car. I don't know if it was like burning rubber or something burning or like, you know, the tar or like the pavement kind of smell. Let me see. I turned off my air because I wasn't sure if that's where it was coming from. But the smell's gone. Okay. Well, the smell's gone now, so I don't think it was my car. Um, yeah, this car, man, I got to get rid of this thing. Like, it, before it just stops <laughs> being functional, I got to get rid of it. Um, not quite there yet, though. I'm not quite there. I'm getting there, but this isn't on my priority list. Um, another thing I'm doing, oh, my gosh. I, I got... Like, I got, like, a list, guys. That's why I'm like, let me just put this out there. Like, I'm not getting bogged down by it because I'm definitely making moves. But it's, like, it's just so much, you know, because I've had so much accumulating over the years and months that I didn't really get to really handle. So I'm seeing more and more now that during, you know, this economic climate and that housing crisis climate and all these climates... Um, healthcare, you know, climate, mental health, client, uh, care, mental health care, climate, all these climates of different things, just the world in general, you know, with the way things are going, I'm kind of seeing more and more that my decision to just uh, live with the family for now is a good decision because I'm able to just knock out all these things, even though it's little by little, but it's like, it's, it's definitely happening Um, I'm way, 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 um, more along than I was in, uh, when, in, um, uh, I'm way more along than I was in, um, dang, whoa, whoa, sorry, I'm trying to figure out when this was, um, when, 
Sorry, I'm blanking. Then, like in May, when I started the moving process, um, I didn't want to move to LA though. Like, that's the whole, that's not the whole, but that's part of the reason why I stuck out the San Diego thing. Cause I was like, I'd rather stay here with all this nonsense. But when I realized kind of like what was happening for me and that, you know, I, even at the time I moved, like in May, it wasn't even the same climate as it is now. And so in, in October. And so when I initially moved, you know, or started moving and then initially finally moved in June, um, I was, um, I didn't really know like what my exact goals were. So I was like developing goals as well as, um, uh, as well as kind of, uh, trying to get help with trying to develop the goals and get some momentum. So I did engage with like therapy a couple times um, since I, I've been in LA, but it was like short term. Um, it was it was a little more helpful than not having it, but it wasn't fully helpful. But I did notice that I was eventually, you know, through processing everything, I kind of was able to lay out, you know, and just. I was able to lay out kind of like my, uh, you know, struggle and stress regarding like moving away from friends and uh, just kind of why I was feeling the way I was feeling. Like it wasn't really making sense to me. I was like, okay, like the crazy roommates out of my life. Like, why am I, why am I still feeling like this? You know, like it, it was like, I was feeling a little bit lower, uh, but I didn't know why I was like, I should be feeling better, but it did take me a while, and I do think back now to, you know, when I was uh, interacting with one of my uh, childhood friends, the one that I said that was, like, a stressful interaction to some extent, where it was, like, like, maybe I wasn't really ready to be talking about all this stuff with anybody, especially that person, because they're gossipy, but at the same time, I think that solidified a lot of what I was dealing with, uh, just speaking it out loud to a person who knows me really well, we've known each other since we were freaking like five years old, and so just kind of talking to somebody about where, where we both are in life right now, and how we kind of, um, not necessarily went wrong, but how we're kind of growing from our decisions, uh, that we've made, and kind of getting onto new footing, and onto a new path, uh, different paths, of course, but, like, in our own speed, at, at our own times, in our own ways, but I think I'm seeing it a little more clearly now, um, and I've definitely noticed the change in my mindset. I, I, I think the edibles for that, um, I think the edibles for moving my, uh, mental state into like being more prepared to just kind of take more things on and just kind of determining like kind of hitting a point where I've determined that you know a lot of the stuff that I'm just like telling myself I'm too fearful about or anxious about or worried about or 
uncertain about. Like, it's not... It's... It's just another way of postponing and, you know, putting off uh, progress and putting off um, moving forward. And I am moving forward and I do want to move forward and I'm glad that I'm moving forward. But I, you know, I did have a while there where I was kind of like stopping myself from doing that by kind of laying out all the like negative stuff I was noticing. I was like, this is a bad decision. This is going to be another one of those things, you know, but when I started putting things into motion, you know, telling my work, you know, that I need to reduce my days and that I'm taking these classes and that I'm going to be soon in an interview process. And once I land an internship, I'll be giving my notice. Like I like once I started like talking to my work like that, um, like in mid-September, like it was the weekend before. It was, the, it was during the week before the 16th, because I remember my mom's birthday was September 16th, and it was before that. So whatever those few weekdays were before that, I had sent the email out to them. Um, and finally, the Mondays off are going to start on uh, October 10th. And so, I mean, I'm definitely doing a lot. It's just... You know, I'm, uh, man, like, I really am certain I wouldn't have been able to do all of this with the energy drain of staying in that other house just because I was losing so much sleep. I mean, I could barely even function at my job, in all honesty. Like, I wasn't even really legit doing too good at work. Like... I was kind of doing enough to, like, get by off the bare minimum of things, but I was not doing well. I was not um, thriving at all. Um, And, you know, I was kind of just maintaining what I had, and that was deteriorating at the same time. And so I'm glad to be out of the heck of that. Um... And then as far as, like, um, I think that's mostly all I've got going on. I mean, I haven't really been too social except for the last time I was down in San Diego. Um, But that is a big difference in my life because I'm not going out and doing stuff every weekend. Like, my dad was in town for a while, and that kind of limits a little stuff for me because, like, you know, me and my mom, like, we, I don't know, my family, we're not big talkers. I'm kind of noticing that, you know, it's like, I kind of came to a realization about a lot of it. Like, not necessarily between me and my siblings, but more so between my siblings, including myself, and then between my parents and siblings. And, yeah, how how my parents are with us is just kind of like I mean it's fine but I have noticed too there have been a lot of change dynamics uh we're all kind of independent now so it's kind of like my my parents roles are a little different so it is a little challenging to try to still do what I'm gonna do independently for my own self 
and still fully engage with them in a way that they find valuable and um you know so I know when I'm hanging out with my mom like we can watch Sopranos we can watch movies we can catch up like that but um when I'm hanging out with my with my you know when when my dad's there he doesn't really like having those kind of movies on when he's around the house he prefers people to just watch that by themselves not really because it's like a group thing but more so he doesn't believe in you know r-rated movies or movies with violence or movies with sexual content or basically any movie like most movies kind of have uh adult content even if it's pg i still remember um watching that cartoon madeline or is it madeline or madeline i don't know where they i think it was like you know the one that they have um those like yellow uniforms or whatever and the hat or if it was black with like a hat i can't remember but um i think she's like an orphan living in an orphanage or something i can't remember the exact story but I think there were, like, nuns or some kind of, like, people in charge that were, like, mean to the kids. And there was a scene in the cartoon where I think one of the... This is, like, an old, old cartoon. Not even... If, if there's a recent one, it wasn't a recent one. It was an old, old cartoon where they were, like, either hitting the kids or whatever. I can't remember what it was. Like, they were doing something with the kids. Um, and my dad walked in right at that time, and it was, like... He was not happy that we were watching that and had us turn it off. And there was another time when High School High came out, if you remember that movie. And there was this scene where, uh, I mean, uh, it's such an old movie. Um, basically, the, the story is like a white guy goes to teach in like an inner city school, basically, where everyone's predominantly black uh, in the school. And then he goes to teach in the in the school and they were like saying how like oh the area is so bad that like the buses don't even stop so you'd have to like jump on or off the bus or whatever and it was kind of like a little bit of a movie about his little culture shock experience and then um I think there was like a, a teacher or another staff that he was like I think he was into her or something but anyways like there was a scene where like they were it was like a clumsy kind of scene but, like, there was a lot of, like, moaning sounds and, like, sounds that sounded like they were having sex or something. But they weren't. Like, in the scene, they were, like, running into walls. And, like, I think there was, like, a fish tank involved. And so you would hear people just, like, making all kinds of noises. And so I think my dad came from, like, another room. This is so long ago. This is, like, we rented this from Blockbuster. So this was a long time ago. So my dad came from another room and... and he heard he just heard in the background what sounded like sex going on for a while in a movie and he came and was like yeah you guys need to turn this off but this was like way back when we still lived over by LAX so it was like either early high school days or even before high school this was like so long ago but um yeah and so that happened and then um yeah, he was in town, so, like, I kind of just, between, between him, you know, not really being cool with, like, a lot of types of movies and stuff, 
Like, the only kind of movies or shows we can really watch that he kind of likes are, like, other than sports, uh, those judge shows. And I do like those judge shows. And then um, Family Feud. Like, we would watch a lot of Family Feud during dinner. Um, uh, A lot of it was Steve Harvey, but I think there were some older game shows, too. It was, like, a game show channel. I don't know what the heck. But that kind of stuff. It's kind of like... I don't know, unless you're really into that kind of stuff, there's only so much you're going to watch, right? And so for me, it was like, okay, I was just doing more of, like, creative stuff while he was in town, and then he left, Um, and so, yeah, but I was kind of realizing the other day, uh, I think it was yesterday or a couple days ago, um, that, like, yeah, with my folks, it's, it, there's not really a lot of, uh, open communication about our lives, um, I kind of have my own theory about it, it's kind of a couple theories I have that are kind of, like, ideas that are kind of connected to each other, so one thing is that, you know, like, like, I don't think my parents had the best, uh, of, like, maybe healthy, or definitely not wealthy, but I don't know if they had the best of, like, healthy upbringings, um, on some emotional ends of things, uh, they both seemed like they were independent pretty early on, but that's not uncommon for the age range that my parents are, like, for their generation, once you're, like, 18, 19, 20, you could kind of make it on your own, so my folks both met in college, but my dad was, uh, my mom had been working to my dad to like, they have a history of like, just work since they were like, at least adult age, uh, and both finished high school. And, um, I don't think my mom finished her, her bachelor's degree, but she was going to school at a certain time when I was around, like, seventh grade, fifth grade, somewhere around there, uh, she was always interested in business, and she did go to school for a while, but I think she just didn't like the way, um, she wasn't at the house, um, kind of taking care of us, like, we weren't, like, bad kids, not like that, but I mean, like, you know, I think she preferred to have a closer eye on us because she did a good job just kind of making herself available. Maybe not fully, like, emotionally available, but, you know, if we were sick, she could pick us up from school. If we forgot our lunch, she could take it over. Like, yeah, um, stuff for, like, school projects, she could take us shopping for that. And then, like, chaperoning us when we got a little older like to and from like the mall and all this kind of stuff like I mean yeah and then like around to like church events and stuff like I mean she was she like growing up my mom has always been like way more involved in my life than my dad and so like you know I would see her every day of the week all the time and just interact all the time and even if it was just, like, you know, casual interactions, but a lot of times she was, like, I remember, like, she'd be, like, zoned out watching TV kind of stuff, like, unwinding, because, you know, she was taking care of us all day, she'd she'd be the one who would wake us up, get us dressed, make breakfast, Um, there was a time period where we would make breakfast when we got a little bit older, but then, like, um, 
we didn't always do that consistently, but yeah, breakfast in the morning and um, she would make dinner at night and prepare our lunches and stuff. Like my dad would cook too, but he never always fully cooked. And then um, I remember I used to say that I like my like my dad's cooking better than my mom's, but I feel like my dad would cook like on occasion. Like he used to cook growing up, he would cook like on Sundays sometimes, or like he would get like Saturday. You know, we get a big meal. Um, and, you know, for our late lunch, you know, after church, if there was no potluck and we'd usually eat lunch as a family on Saturdays and then, or we'd go out to eat on Saturdays and usually have leftovers, uh, from the meal and have them at night or whatever. Like Saturdays, I don't think there was usually dinner being cooked or we would go out with our friends at night and eat that way. Um, and then. Sundays I think my dad would usually cook dinner on Sundays not always but I remember almost every Sunday I remember him barbecuing like I don't know if it was really every Sunday but I know very very frequently he would barbecue at least or make some like African meal um the very like you know barbecue meat kind of based stuff but I feel like when I was growing up, it, it, it seemed like it was a little healthier. And he got kind of into a not-so-healthy routine of cooking um, a little more recently. And so, um, I noticed it around maybe the 4th of July when he made some food. And I was just like, whoa, this is like so salty, I almost can't eat it. It was really salty. And so just things like that that I'm kind of noticing is like it's kind of a little complicated when I fast forward to now to try to like interact with the family because like, you know, before it was like, okay, a lot of us, even when we were working, we didn't really have money like that. Like it was like little paychecks making like seven, eight something dollars an hour. Um, it wasn't a whole lot of money at all, and then, like, um, yeah, working that amount of time, and then, like, yeah, like I said, like, seven, eight hours or whatever, and then, um, um, or seven or eight dollars, I mean, like, we didn't work full-time shifts because I was in college when I was doing that um and then yeah I I'm trying to think like I'm thinking like when it comes to like my folks like we kind of never really were too like emotionally involved with one another like it was more like I grew up like my parents say to do something and we do it usually it was my dad like you know, dictating what happens in this house, and, like, he was the main, like, rule setter type person, but my mom's pretty lenient with stuff, she's just kind of, like, as long as everybody's healthy and happy and okay, I don't think my dad ever really cares, like, he doesn't seem to be aware of or notice if people are happy, he just notices, like, financially, are you doing good, um, you know, 
education-wise, uh, career opportunity-wise, are you doing good? He's not too focused and never really has been too focused on, like, the day-to-day kind of stuff. Just more like the overall, like, can you be an independent adult? Um, and then, you know, living in an American society with parents of, like, African kind of uh, culture, you know, it's, and black culture, it's, like, black and American black culture, like, it's just very, um, interesting to kind of see all the dynamics at play when I kind of see, like, okay, like, I'm in the setting where I'm almost always the minority just because of how I've landed in my career and where I've landed as far as, like, living environments and places like that, like, places I've lived, places I've chosen to live. I've never lived around people who looked like me or had the same backgrounds as I do or anything like that, really. Like, not the majority of the people. Um, Usually that's another minority that I'm usually interacting with. And then, um, yeah, as far as, like, just general, like, um, my parents, like, you know, like I mentioned, they weren't raised very wealthy. Um, they both had families with multiple, multiple siblings, uh, two-parent households, um, but, you know, small households, it's not like they had, like, massive housing, and, you know, my grandma's house, uh, where my mom grew up, uh, I remember my grandpa being there when I was, like, young, um, I was very, very young, um, my grandpa was around, um, I was probably younger than five, probably, like, four or something, And I think I remember the night that he passed away, but I don't remember 100% if that was exactly what happened. There's just a night that I think I remember. Um, I remember his funeral vaguely. I remember where I sat and kind of what the setting looked like, but I don't remember way too much. Um, I remember kind of him, like... But yeah, I was like very, very young. I was like probably younger than kindergarten, I'm pretty sure. Because we hadn't even moved to L.A. yet. So um, he passed away. But um, yeah, my parents were already married. We were already living in... um, I don't know if we were living in Columbia, Missouri at that time. Or if I was living with my family in that really, really small town nearby where the Amish live. I'm not too sure where I was living then, um, uh, but it was one of the two, and then, yeah, I just remember growing up with my parents just working so much, um, like, we were always, like, cared for, but we, they were working a lot, and, you know, there is, like, a bit of of an abusive history, uh, somewhat in my family with, some family members and my parents as well but I don't think I don't think they would identify it as abuse like when I talk to them they're not like oh yeah that was abuse but definitely it's stuff that you know nowadays would be reportable so it's like in my opinion it was abuse just because of how it affected me and I do think that you know um 
I mean, my sister, her being so much younger, um, she didn't have the same experiences as me and my brother. She's about eight, nine years younger uh, than we are. And so by that point, they were a little more settled and um, older and um, mature. And I think they were able to kind of get under control whatever the heck it was that they were kind of not controlling at that point um but yeah it's never really been like a super comfortable household when my dad's been around uh just because like we couldn't just do whatever and when I say do whatever I don't mean like you know like cussing out your parents or whatever like we were always like a respect a respectful household respectful to one another um we got along good enough but I do think that the history that we have together and whatever history that my parents have of their past that led them to kind of be the way that they were in those younger years, I mean, there's something that made them affected to be that way. And so, or to even like allow thing, certain things to be happening, like they were kind of that way. And so I... Um, I notice, I'm aware, um, but I don't really, I don't like, I don't, you know, I don't like blame them, I don't hold grudges, but I do think that a lot of it plays a role, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at, is that a lot of stuff that they had that wasn't resolved, and they come from a different time, different place, where it's not like there were even like mental health resources like that wasn't like a thing and then you know they give birth to these kids they become these kind of like hippy dippy half hobo kids that they that they raised they couldn't really care less about like a lot of the like material related stuff like I kind of know what I need to do as far as like comfort levels and my own preferences of what I want in life but I wouldn't say I'm very materialistic I don't even care honestly like I've 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 slept on the floor you know I've rented out like office spaces to live in instead of like actual like housing just because it was just what I preferred like none of it was like oh I'm like in such a in such a bind that I like have to do this this way um a lot of it was just like eh like why like why buy like a bed frame and a bed and you know like a a box spring and all this heavy stuff that I can't move by myself I always knew I was going to be moving around a little bit in San Diego so I was like I want to be able to just dip when I need to so I never really had like a whole lot of stuff that I needed to be like caring for um and that just gave me peace of mind honestly just because I was able to just like do what I needed and like when I needed instead of being like oh I need to wait till somebody can move me out or whatever or till I can afford like to pay like movers or something like I never had to deal with any of that it was like I need to leave all right let's leave like let's go pack up the car let's go like and you know it was never I mean the the time that I did need someone to help me move Um, it really helped, uh, very well, and, you know, I, you know, I was able to kind of, like, manage everything, but, yeah, I, I, yeah, like, I, I, I do think, 
a lot of what my folks kind of went through, you know, kind of makes them pretty silent about their past. Like, I don't really know too much about their upbringings. Um, I mean, my dad has made a comment before saying, like, you know, things that are in the past, I don't see the point in, like, bringing it up. Like, and, you know, that as well as, like, you know, like, I have a lot of family on my mom's side, but I know up until probably, like, near my grandma's, my great-grandma's 100th birthday, um, she was, um, she seemed pretty reluctant to go visit family in the Midwest. I was kind of like, that was a little surprising to me. She seemed to not really like them or something and seemed to kind of have like an idea that it was going to be a negative time. And I do recall her mentioning specifically that she had a really good time and she was glad that she did it, did, uh, go. Um, and then, you know, cause I had been the one reaching out to like, I don't know who, like certain aunts or uncles who were kind of telling me about what was going on. And for the longest time, you know, us being all the way on the West coast, we hadn't really been too involved over there like we went when I was like 10 I I don't remember if we because I remember it was the summer of my 10th birthday and we went again when I was like um I think all the way up until when my great grandma was 100 and so and that was like a 4th of July time period because we stayed and there were fireworks and everything and then 2019 is when my grandmother passed away I think it was probably 2017 or 2018 when my great-grandmother passed away and she was like 105 or something like that so yeah I want to say it was like 2013 and then when I was 10 years old um other than that my grandma stayed at our house for like a month or two and we had some other family members stay with us and like all kinds of family members on my dad's side staying with us and then like here and there for like a month or two at a time uh throughout my childhood so like we got to know some of our family members but some better than others um and and I do think when we went for that 100th birthday I think around that time we kind of started getting more engaged with people and around that time you know you know people had smartphones I was able to text and everything and so um, it was just a little more convenient keeping in touch. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just, um, um, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of thinking about about the family dynamics, like, and it, it, it was kind of more um apparent to me that there was something that had changed uh with the dynamic of things more when my dad was in town this last time like the fourth of july when he was in town that was like the first time i had seen him in a while uh probably since the prior father's day in like june of 2021 i don't really even know guys like it's hard for me to keep track Um, but yeah, he seemed a little more happy in July. Like he was kind of upbeat. And then in August, he went to Zimbabwe for like most of the month and then ended up getting sick and had to expand his trip 
till he could actually travel. And then when he came to town this last time in September, um, he was not fully well yet. Uh, but he wasn't, he didn't have COVID. Um, whatever he had, I didn't get it. My mom didn't get it. We both had like some kind of something for like a day. I, you know, I don't know what it was. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So I just noticed the only thing we were doing together, like we weren't going out to eat like usual. Cause that would be something that we usually kind of, uh, would do as a family even if it was just three of us me and my parents without my siblings we would almost always go out to eat Saturdays but they don't really go to church in person on Saturdays anymore and because of the pandemic and stuff like that I think they've both been like once in the last during 2022 um and then you know we used to go out to eat right after they got back from church or got out of church we don't really do that anymore and then um yeah so we don't really do they don't really do that I wasn't going to church for ages anyways um and eating at home is a little different because you know my mom kind of cooks like I said mostly carb heavy stuff like noodles and those types of dishes not a lot of fresh fruits or fresh vegetables she's not really into like lettuce and stuff like that but I think she'll do spinach and like greens but even though we grow greens I don't really see them being cooked all that much and I don't really cook them all that much too honestly um we have kale we usually have tomatoes onions that kind of stuff different fruits in the garden um but you know, I tend to buy my own from, like, Sprouts, too. Like, not that it's a must, but I do tend to do that. Um, and then, yeah, but I did kind of notice, like, you know, being working from home and then having my, my dad around, like, while I'm working on a weekday, on multiple weekdays, Like, I'm not used to, like, interacting too much on weekdays after work. So, for me, it is kind of a lot to be, like, you know, living with people who might want to interact every single day. Like, in all honesty, I was not doing that every single day after work. I was more so trying to dodge the people I lived with. I wasn't really interacting too much and it's mostly because my job is so interactive and I like podcasting and stuff like that and I like talking to my friends but usually I'll see my friends like on the weekends and stuff um and then usually during the week I'm just like focused and then trying to unwind so even if I'm spending one or two hours with somebody watching something that maybe I don't really want to watch or having a meal that I kind of just really don't want to talk or just would rather just watch some other thing or catch up on something else that it's like that I might not want to share like with everybody in the family or whatever it's kind of hard for me to just be like oh yeah let's eat dinner tonight every single night as well as having food that isn't really my preferred types of meals not saying that my parents have to cook what I want I'm just saying like I can afford to buy my own food so I do kind of buy my own food sometimes, and then I just kind of eat that, 
and I just kind of want to be alone sometimes so I just eat my food just by myself and I like to eat earlier like I know my parents sometimes when my dad was in town they were eating at like 8 30 in the evening or at night or whatever and I was like dude like I'm off work at four so sometimes I'll even eat as early as four um, I rarely eat later than 8 p.m. That's very, very rare. I'm usually eating by 5, maybe 6, 6.30 at the latest, but usually by 5 I'm already eating dinner. And so it's kind of hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, let's eat, you know, <laughs> let's eat more dinner, you know. It's like, yeah, so I did kind of make some arrangements that, you know, even with my, when my parents would cook, you know, when my dad was in, in town I would kind of just eat a little snack with them like I'd snack on whatever they made because there would be leftovers anyways so I'd eat like a piece of the chicken and then maybe a little scoop of like the veggies or something like I eat some of it but it was like if it was like too oily too salty too you know too much like non-natural types of seasonings and stuff like I'm not like I mentioned I ate McDonald's recently I've eaten wiener schnitzel recently it's not that I don't eat like unhealthy food ever it's just that you know there's just I don't know I'm just part of it is that I I don't really want to fully be there hanging out like that all the time too and then you know I've noticed the dynamics kind of change a little bit like like, I know my dad didn't seem like he felt comfortable. Like, he was kind of... He's always kind of not talkative, but... It is a little awkward to have dinner with my parents where it's like nobody's talking. Or maybe I'm talking, but there's not really much that I want to share. Or we're just having casual chit-chat about, like, stuff that doesn't even matter. And then I know my dad would usually just eat and then, like, leave the table. And to me, it felt like the discomfort was like coming off of him in waves but I don't really know like it was just kind of like socially like an awkward setting where it's like okay like we have nothing to talk about Uh, I remember one meal where I was like literally it was just me and him because my mom thought she was getting sick so she was in the in like the living room eating and me and my dad were just like sitting at the table eating and we didn't even really talk the whole time and I was kind of like this is that's a little weird but I was fine with it because there's not really much about my life that I really feel comfortable sharing with them anyways that they don't already know. Um, and for my... Uh, um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm in touch with my siblings. And then... But yeah, I feel like my siblings, I can, like explain to them what I'm doing or whatever like none of us really judges each other it's just you know like when I'm kind of like interacting with my with my folks it's kind of like there's a lot that I do that we don't talk about that they probably know I mean I'm all over the internet so like whatever but I mean I just feel like it's a little like um I don't want to be like I don't know I just I'm just kind of that way I just don't need to be around people every single day especially because I am around them like enough like I don't live by myself even before I moved I wasn't living by myself for me sometimes it's enough just to see somebody in the kitchen in passing or just be like hey what's up and that's it and like I don't need to like be talking all day long 
like deep conversations like that you know and just the fact that my social having a very social job kind of wears me down um that's another thing where I'm just like I really just don't have the energy to be just like interacting like that all the time and then you know when I am free I like to be podcasting or studying or talking to my friends and catching up and stuff or just online screwing around and not really just like directly involved with some other person about their situations or their problems or whatever so I'm hoping with this new uh job field hopefully some of that will change I hope some of that will change that some of my social energy for family and friends will maybe change a little bit that I'll be able to like tolerate hanging out with people a little bit more um different types of people because there are a lot of people that I'm that I'm really just having to just not interact with just because I can't I can't justify you know having any kind of like anything in my life right now that I just don't want to want to deal with um the stuff that's already there that I have to deal with that I don't want to deal with that's that's the extent of what I'm dealing with and then all the other kinds of stuff if it involves like social situations that I can't avoid I'm avoiding them and so I'm just trying not to be a jerk about it but um I'm happy with the decision but I know you know I'm I'm trying to be flexible too and when if a time comes where some of this this way that I'm socializing has to change with some of the toxic relationships if I'm able to either tolerate not tolerate the toxic aspects but kind of just do my own thing within within um the social realm a little bit more and not be exposed to the toxic part of it um I I'm I'm more than willing to kind of do that I'm like I've mentioned before I'm not really trying to write people off completely but it's like I do not have energy to be losing my focus right now to lose my momentum right now to lose my motivation right now I really don't want to get any any other setbacks that come from outside of myself unless it's just something that can't be helped but anything that can be helped if it's not like a car problem or some weird thing changing at work or just like you know stuff like that that you can't really like predict fully you know um Or expecting to be like fully prepared on it it's kind of like you're not always going to be fully prepared I can't always be fully prepared for every single thing um and so yeah I'm I'm like right now that's just kind of where I am with stuff and I'm kind of noticing that so I don't really feel like I really need to budge or like I need to alter my perspectives or anything like that I'm just gonna go with the flow of things but I think that's my major update guys like my comprehensive update with things um just wanted to take some time to kind of lay all that out it's just pretty much every level of everything that I've been kind of um, um, kind of 
trying to get an understanding about. <clears throat> I'm going to see if I'm going to buy a November 5th ticket for Lane 8 in LA. Um, I'm going to talk about it. I'll try and talk about it maybe tonight. Um, I got to I gotta uh, do some uh, budgeting. <laughs> like... Uh, snowboard season's coming up soon. Like the price of a hotel with a with a with a with a um, with a concert ticket is probably about the price of one snowboard trip, considering the gas to and from and the hotel you know hotel price. Um, so I kind of wanna. You know, and that's going to be early November, and usually the slopes open late November. So, and I'm and I'm about to take a pay cut because I'm not working Monday. So I am going to miss out on four paychecks a month, uh, four Monday, four days worth of paychecks a month. Um, I only get paid twice a month, but so every two weeks I'm going to be two days short of of what I'm usually getting paid. So that's why this uh, I have been. Um, yeah, I kind of briefly mentioned, yeah, I've been working on my credit, got a lot of, um, stuff that I had, um, not fully paid, it's mostly just student loan related stuff, this stuff is just gonna be haunting me forever, but it's mostly student loan stuff, um, but, um, otherwise, I'm kind of, uh, like, not, I mean, I'm definitely making progress, um, on my credit score. It's gone up significantly, um, I just need to keep it up and keep, keep it being, uh, keep it rising, and so it's a slow process, but it's getting where I need it to be, and then, once I get it exactly where it needs to be, I'm going to still try to make it higher, but I'm still going to, I might be in, like, I'm, I'm feeling like once I start the internship in about three or four months time after that internship, I should be set to move back down to San Diego. Um, unless the prices hike up again, like even like three or four times more. But at the moment, as, as things look, I would be able to afford a $2,000 apartment. That's a lot of money. But if it has to come to that, I could I could land a job that would start me at a pay rate near being able to afford that. And so I think I'd be happy with just that. And that's why I want to finish the school part. Because once I finish this uh, school and training part of my life, I'm going to be able to um, kind of move forward with stuff uh, just to be able to um, do what I got to do. Um, so I'm happy with my decisions. I'm happy of how things are working out currently. And um, it's just a long road. 
I, I, I like to explain to people this situation, kind of to have people along for the journey, just so, you know, um, I don't know, <laughs> it's kind of like, you too, you know, you too can do this, you know, it's like, but I mean, if you, if like people who have been along from the time that I was just like bitching and moaning all day about like the people I lived with. I mean, you can probably tell that the stuff I'm doing now is way more um, forward-focused than what I was doing before. I was definitely feeling pretty stuck before, and for a very long period of time, to a point that it affected me so much that it took a lot for me to be able to even freaking just get going. and I did spend a lot of my savings on car repairs and hotels and paying off, you know, debt and, you know, getting a CD account and paying that off and, you know, just all this kind of learning about credit and trying to be understanding with, like, parents and, you know, different friends situations and stuff like I've definitely been trying to get to a place that is more of what I want and I'm definitely a lot closer I mean I'm definitely getting what I want I'm not saying that I'm not getting what I want I'm still just you know it's all unfolding and it's in its own time and little by little I'm getting closer and closer And like I mentioned, it should be within months. By the time I start interning, that should be three to four months. And then I should be able to land something. But I don't know how long the study process is going to take me. I have never worked full-time while studying. This is my first time ever doing that in life. Um, I have a lot of experience with work. You know, I've been working for now, like, full... I've been fully employed for six years now, uh, over six years now, um, it'll be seven in December, so in a couple months, I'm coming up on my seven-year anniversary that I don't know, I'll see if I hit the seven-month, I kind of, sort of hope to not be in this field still then, and I hope to be interning by December, but... I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what what's going to unfold and what is aligned for me. So I'm going to have to see how that part unfolds. Um, and then I want to continue remote work just because I'm going to have to take a massive pay cut. And um, meaning that the internships are paid but $15 an hour. And if I already can't live off of what I'm making, I mean, a $15 an hour pay rate, um, that's going to have to be remote so that I can stay living with my family. Um, and I, like, gas right now is, like, $6.30, 40 something cents. It's pretty outrageous um, at the moment. So I'm not really trying to do too much with the gasoline situation. Um... And, yeah, like, 
I mostly just need to budget. That's mostly what I need to get up to is budgeting and just kind of figuring out uh, what I need to do from now on uh, from this point moving forward until I can solidly just start doing what I like start uh, being and doing what I need to do in these next steps. But it's a lot, guys. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes I'm like, man, like as long as my sleep is good. As long as I'm, you know, getting in some good exercise, some good social time, and there's no weird surprises financially, I'm usually doing pretty well, but, you know, I'm, you know, just with some stuff still just kind of hanging in there, and with the climate of healthcare, how, how it's going, like, in society, it's making this job really challenging to be, like freaking flopping around with everything so that's really just making the job really hard um and I'm just um trying to trying to keep uh doing what I need to do um you know, trying to keep, you know, keep my head, you know, focused forward, um, and not getting in my own way, and, you know, kind of laying it all out, I mean, I do like to do these, um, update episodes, because it does kind of put things into perspective, just all at once, of, like, okay, every time I do one of these, it shows kind of where I'm at and what's going on with me or for me um, and what I've been able to accomplish so far. Uh, I never thought I'd be... I kind of thought I'd get out of clinical work, but I never thought... For sure, I, I never knew for sure if I'd ever move back with family. I never thought about it too deeply I mean I knew it was always like an option but I am very grateful um but I am just really trying to do what's best for myself like I'm really treating this like a like an intensive like learning process and intensive boot camp for myself to kind of get everything back in order and taking advantage of of the opportunity of being able to kind of stay with family at least financially it's not gonna strain me at, you know, and I do have a decent income, especially if I'm living at home, not paying rent. It's like my income's not really something to really complain about. The only thing I can really complain about it is when I want to talk about trying to move. So, um, yeah, dude, like it's, it's, it is a process, but um, all that being said, it's not a bad process. It's not, you know, I, I, I was looking at it as a bad, unfortunate, unlucky process, but I'm realizing more and more that it's like, this is just kind of how it is. And like I say, I don't like judge other people or compare myself to other people, like in a judgmental way. But when I do look around me, I am able to notice, you know, where I'm, 
blessed and lucked and, uh, and uh, lucked <laughs> where I'm blessed and where I have luck and where I have you know just you know some situations I don't have to deal with that other people are having to deal with right now um, that I don't want to deal with I'm not having to deal with some stuff that other people are having to deal with and so everyone has stuff that they do have to deal with and stuff that they don't want to deal with and um, and yeah stuff that, that they prefer but you know um, right now my experience is just mostly having stuff that is fine to deal with when I'm honest about it it's like I finally hit a patch where it feel, things feel good I think the CBD helped to kind of get my sleep on track taking those days off uh, before August helped me to get my sleep back on track too and then all the concerts are really helpful I find them very healing and fun and exciting and all the uh, friend time is really fun um, I'm not trying to leave my folks like stranded because I can tell that they need some positive social outlooks but also it's like I don't know what it's like to be their age like I think they're stressed about they're either you know I think they're stressed about just stuff that comes with their age of like healthcare and you know, job-related stuff, like, income, I mean, they're, they're, like, at retirement age, pretty much, but they both can work, uh, right now, my dad's the one working, and my mom, you know, she takes care of the house, and it, it's, it's a lot of a job for her to take care of it, I mean, she's got, like, gardening, yard work, kind of bits of landscaping here and there, and then she's involved with, the family when there are people that have health problems they're kind of routinely checking in with one another and she's got people that she talks to pretty regularly and um yeah we're just kind of I don't know I kind of like my distance too just because it's hard for me to I, I don't know I find I find myself more focused when I just do what I'm trying to do Instead of trying to, like, unpack every single thing for every single person at different times. Like, I really like talking to my San Diego friends about, like, my life goals and stuff. But when it comes to, like, my parents, I'm kind of, like, I I don't really know, like, if they really care or mind. Like, there was a point where they were, like, you know, they wanted us to be doctors and all this kind of stuff. But now that we've all kind of chosen our um, career paths that we were going to be in me and my siblings have, like, they don't really seem to be too involved, and that's fine, I mean, they always let us know, like, if you're ever trying to do, like, go back to school, or do, like, a career change or something, if you're ever trying to do anything like that, then it's perfectly fine to kind of, like, move back home and, like, get things back on track, and, like, they don't even care if we live outside of the house or inside the house or, like, of their house or whatever like they don't really care they're not really like like culturally it's not really a hang up for them they're not like you're 18 you should be out like because you were 18 a long time ago and like you're supposed to have your own thing and your own stuff and like no they're not really like that um with any of us and so that actually helps to know that there's that backup there but 
I mean, I, I like living my life the way I like living it, and I like having so much independence that I've never really um, wanted to rely too much just because I know they're very conservative individuals and they're very, um, um, they're just conservative and um, not bad. Like, I think they try to understand, but I can tell there's a lot of stuff that they just maybe do not understand even if they try um and that's fine but it's kind of like all right like I'm I'm kind of like I don't know like I feel like I'm kind of at a different um stage and generation than they are and so it's hard for me to kind of understand sometimes like what they might need or what they're dealing with and I can kind of tell, like, that there is kind of that, like, just by the way people act, I can tell that my mom really likes to socialize more and that my dad wants to create an environment where he's, you know, financially able to be supportive for everybody's housing and stability and stuff like that, if that's a necessity. Uh, but I don't really... I don't really know. It's hard to navigate when, when it's like, you know, I think parents, you know, they're used to having the role of being, um, of people being independent. Um, they're used to that role uh, of, you know, they're independent adult kids. And then they are being more, um, like, if it's not independent adult kids, they're kind of having more of, like, um, um, like, their role's kind of changing a little bit as well, because, you know, there's not so much, like, I can cook if I need to cook, if I want to get my own food, I'll do that, if I need to go somewhere, I'll go do that, if I need to afford something, I'll do that, you know, uh, my folks, I know, like, I think the thing that I've kind of depended more on my mom for is more like whenever I was getting car repairs for her to kind of like drive to like meet me so that I didn't have to like pay for an Uber back or whatever, like just to kind of get the car to the mechanic and then take, like she could meet me to like bring me home. But other than that, I, I, and then she cooks dinners a lot. Like, we'll eat dinner sometimes together. But just lately, I haven't been, like, very sociable just because I just don't want to. Like, it, it hasn't... I'm not, like, holding a grudge or anything. I just don't feel like it. Um, but that's just kind of how I am. Like, I'm usually focused on my own stuff. I don't really focus as much for other people to be fulfilling stuff for me socially I have a pretty big social circle um my mom was mentioning the other day when my dad was still in town she was like I think it's hard for people in their 30s like for you guys age to like socialize and meet people and I was kind of like ah. and I was thinking about it and I was like I don't know I don't really find it that hard I just find it hard to meet people who are in the same uh mindset of wanting to get to know each other interact, hang out, um, develop relationships and like consistently take the time, effort and energy to really get to know one another. 
I feel that way more, but, um, I don't know, like, I'm not really, I'm not really bothered, um, it's alright, I'm now 28 miles from Chula Vista, so I'm closer, whole hell of, hell of a lot closer than I was, um, so that means I've been recording a very long time, and luckily, you know, the weather over here, ever since I got near, like, Oceanside or so, um, or Lucadia area and up there, like, uh, the weather, uh, San Clemente, I think near San Clemente, the weather is a little more foggy, um, there's a, it's, it's, uh, that's kind of nice, that means it's a little cooled off, because, uh, I kept opening the windows, I know it's already loud, my car is loud on the road, and it's already loud, so that's why I'm trying to talk louder, um, but, yeah, it's already loud, but I was trying to just, um, like, I'm just trying to drive with all this going on, but, Yeah, I'm I'm still kind of uh, feeling things out, so but definitely making progress. So that's my update for now. I'm gonna stop this recording so I can listen to some Taco Tarantino episodes while I'm still on the road a little while, and then uh, all right, thanks for listening. <laughs>